Welcome to the Success with God and Psych podcast, where it's all about a purpose-driven life where God and psychology mix together and guide your way. And now, your host who's funny, informative, and a straight shooter, doing this so you have a better life, Dr. Jessica Kersner. Hey, 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 you know what I like to say? There's no better day than today for blessings, impact, and purpose. Hey, guys, it's Dr. K here, and I want to talk today about dating. So several listeners wrote in saying, hey, Dr. K, can you talk about dating? Can you talk about how do I find that special someone? I'm having it, having a difficult time out here. And so, you know, I'm, I'm conversing with them, and I'm talking with my friends that I know are having the same issue. And they're saying, hey, I'm creating my online profiles. I'm trying to put myself out there. I'm trying to trying to meet people. And they all seem to have the same problem. Everyone's trying to text. Everyone's trying to DM them. Everyone's trying to send pictures and maybe do a little video, but no one's trying to meet in person. No one's trying to have those phone conversations. And they're saying, how do I connect with someone on that level that I can say, you know, my soul sees your soul. My heart connects to your heart. When we have this barrier of a computer, a phone, a tablet in between us, because that is what we're trying to say has to create the bond. And so many people don't bond in that way. And so we're saying, how do we do that? How do we date during this time? How do you, how do you connect when there are so many roadblocks just naturally put in place? How do you find that special someone? And so we're going to talk about it. I've helped a few of my friends. And also we're going to talk about this in an application to couples, because sometimes in your relationships now that you have people that, you know, you can have a couple that can sit in the very room with each other and they have texted all day and converse all day via text message. But when they get person to person, they don't have anything to talk about. And they also have lost that ability to say, how do we stay connected when I'm sitting in front of you? How do we lose the digital place? How do we say, okay, you know, let's remove this and let's connect like um, people used to. And so that's what we're going to talk about today right after the break, guys. Meet Fred. Fred once felt stuck in a rut and he had trouble connecting with other people. Then Fred read the book Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Fred found the book interesting and exciting. The down-to-earth approach that the book takes helped to increase his self-esteem. Now, Fred spends less time feeling bad, and he grew to first love himself. Eventually, he gained the capacity to connect with others. You too can benefit from The Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirzner. Get your copy for only $9.95 from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books A Million. That's Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirzner. Get up on your signed copy at HealingActsCoach.org. All right, and we're back, guys. And so when we look at dating today and we look at relationships in general, my uh, initial place to start is to say, okay, let's let's give some history on this. Let's let's talk about how deep this is because there are plenty of people who are probably listening to this right now going, this is a not this is a not needed topic. This is not something we need to discuss. So let's talk about the breadth of this. Let's talk about why this is a much needed thing. You know, despite that match.com and uh, all of the many dating site websites are some of your most visited websites on the web, 
because people are wanting to connect. People are wanting to find that love place and, and they're struggling. And so when you look at Google, right? Google, everybody uses Google. Everybody says, okay, let me search for topics. We look at in relation to um, love, relationships, connecting with someone. What are the most searched questions on Google? And so we have questions like, is my girlfriend or boyfriend cheating on me? How do I ask someone out? How do I go on a date? How many dates before we're exclusive? Why is he not calling me back? How do I make a long distance relationship work? How do you date your best friend? So those are your, some of your top questions. Uh, in 2016, how do I find love was one of the top Google searches, period. And so people are trying to figure out how to find love. From my listener questions, so some of the ones I got, how many times do I call? How many times do I, how many days do I wait before I know he's not interested? If we have not talked in a week, is he still interested? Is she still interested? If she said maybe, is that a yes or is that a no? Do I go away? Do I keep trying? And so people are saying, you know, hey, how do I figure this thing out? How do I, how do I know if someone's interested, how do I find this place? I mean, when you look at those questions, how do I ask someone out? How do I go on a date? How many dates before we're exclusive? How do you date your best friend? Uh, why is he not calling me back? That's some of that same stuff. You know, when people are searching for that, they're really saying, how do I find love? How do I find someone special? How do I make this happen? And and ultimately, underneath that layer is, is there something I'm doing wrong? Is there something I'm not doing enough of? And so we want to say, okay, to give some history on this, this is a big issue. This is not a small thing. And for me, when I first got it, I was like, oh, man, you know, this should be something that is, you know, an easy thing. But we take for granted that even just with uh, my generation, we spent more time in front of each other than we did on the computer. And now people spend way more time on the computer, on their laptops, on their cell phones than they do in front of each other. And when they're in front of each other, they're anxious about what is supposed to happen there. So then they all get on the phone. And so <laughs> I remember we used to joke about how we would sit in class and, and message each other so the teacher couldn't hear our conversation. It wasn't because that was our primary way of talking. And now Unfortunately, removing in the way that that's people's primary way of talking. If I'm sitting at a restaurant, then I'm going to pull my cell phone out to talk to you versus actually looking to your face, connect with you with my eyes and say, you know, how was your day? What's going on with you? Let me tell you about myself. And that um, is what we want to talk about, guys. And so that gives the history. Huge, huge, huge thing. So when you look up Google's top searches, for the for relationships in the last few years, everything ultimately boils down to how to date, how to find love, and how do I either turn relationships around me into that or how do I not? So let's jump in, guys. And so the first thing I want to talk about is when you're trying to connect now in this present culture, that's a digital age, and you're saying, okay, I'm trying to create these profiles. So I've gotten on Match or I've gotten on eHarmony or I've gotten on Christian Mingo or whatever site you use. There, there are so many. It's, it's ridiculous at this point. But you've gotten on whatever medium you choose to use to say you're going to meet someone. And you get on there and you, you've got this uh, 
you swiping left, swiping right, you know, do I find you hot? Do I not? You know, am I interested? Am I not? You're looking at your list of matches. You know, are we, are we a match? Are we not? And you took, you've taken all your tests, you set up your profile. And so <laughs> the base is in the beginning. I had a friend and she and I were doing this and her profile pic was horrible. I mean, it was the worst profile pic ever if she was trying to look for someone. And I said, uh, do you care about like who you date because this picture is horrendous I mean she's a pretty girl but that picture I would not want to talk to her and I said man so my thing is we first look at what are we presenting right how do we put ourselves out there and that matters and so sometimes you need to do a check system with, with your friends and say hey this picture I'm thinking about using for a profile picture because now online dating is so so present that you should have people chiming in on you know, hey, is this a good picture? Is this flattering of me? If this Does this show how beautiful I really am? You know, does this show how handsome I really am? You know, does this give your best persona? Or is your personality coming across in it? Or is it just a picture of your face that's like your driver's license picture or a prison picture? And that matters because no one wants to date anyone that's under prison. So a prison picture is not, you know, going to be the best fit for you um, to find someone to date. And so appearances matter. And so appearances matter on your online, on your online profile, just as much as they matter in person. And so if you're, you're going out and you're trying to find people, cause you can meet anyone anywhere. So my mom used to say things like, you know, you can go to a Lowe's and get asked on a date three or four times. And she was telling the truth. She said, you know, you meet people at the gas station, at the grocery store, you never know where you're going to meet someone. And so that does not mean you have to be dressed to the nines everywhere you go, but that does say, okay. When you go out and you're still single and you're still trying to find this person, you're still trying to connect with someone. And when you're trying to not let it stay in just the digital age, that means you're hoping to meet someone in person. Well, if you're walking around like you're, you never expect to meet someone in person, it's not going to happen, right? So physically, and there are people that can, can see past that, but people see first, right? We don't instantly know that you're a genius and you're a sweetheart and that you are a great person. What they initially see is your appearance. And so are, are your clothes clean? You know, is your hair done? You know, is, is your breath okay? Um, and people may laugh, but you know, how many times have you talked to someone or someone has come up to, to speak to you or said something to you? And you're like, oh my gosh, like I cannot breathe. Their breath is horrendous. Or, you know, you're looking at this stain they have on their shirt and it's distracting you because it's like this huge stain or you're like, hey, you know, that hair is kind of messy. I wonder, did they, you know, just roll out of bed? You know, <laughs> you think those thoughts. And so at the end of the day, appearances matter online and offline. And so the first place I challenge you is to say, okay, what does it look like? You know, your profile, start with that picture. Did you pick a good picture? I mean, when I was looking with my friend through through pictures, I, you had so many guys, and I'm speaking about a, a girl right now, so many guys uh, that she was looking through their profiles that had no face pics. And I was like, where's their face? Like, it was all like a feet, a foot, you know, someone just in their outfit, you know, someone like sitting down and, and they were just like, where's their face? Like, who, why would you put a picture up and not put your face? And so I was like, confused why that would happen. And she was like, I know, what do I do? And it's like, I would not click on any of those. I wouldn't respond. But now people get desperate and they respond to those. No, don't respond to those. How are you going to, this person is already sending the message that they have a di issue with the connection piece, right? 
I can't even put a picture of there of my face. So it's not even that it's a bad face pic. It's no face pic at all. And so if you start trying to connect with this person who's not, does not even have a picture, doesn't even have like a photo of themselves, they're already saying, I'm not really trying to connect. And then you reach out. To, no, don't reach out to those people. No, don't reciprocate when those people saying things. Ignore those. And you could put even on your profile must have pictures. Um, start off in the right place. So start off in the place where someone is already trying to put themselves out there. They're already saying, OK, I want you to see me. I want to give you myself, you know, at least in, in picture form. And so then the next way we say, OK, how are we going to uh, communicate? Because really. Bridging that gap is all about communicating that you want to be uh, connected in that way. You want to connect past just just being um, text message or online dating or whatever. The next place is, okay, let's talk about your, so if you're doing online dating, and I keep going back to that because so many people have to do online dating now, it's almost a requirement. And so when you're doing that, that body of text that you can write about yourself, right, that body of text how much information are you going to put in there and how much is too little? How much is too much? And so I challenge you this. And so let's say if you wrote a thesis about yourself, did you leave much information for people to figure out? No. So then they can read everything and you don't have to go past that point of to ask follow up questions. Right. But then on the flip side, if you put just a one liner of connect, call uh, inbox me for more information and all you have is a picture. Then we're like, that's kind of weird. But doesn't seem like this person is actually trying to connect, right? So that's too little information. And so what you want to do is put just, you know, some highlights. You know, I always say, let's do it like it's a highlight reel. So you'd say, hi, my name is Sharon. You know, I like, uh, I like walks, dogs, and pizza. You know, you want to make something that's short, sweet, um, uh, interested in fun guy who likes to go on walks with me, who's interested in, uh, you know, so you want to do things like that. You know, you want to say short things about yourself and then you want to tell them what you're looking for, because ultimately what people care about is, are we imagining what you're looking for first? And then you put some things on your highlight reel that say, hey, I want to get to know this person. I want to go past that. You know, I, I see your face. I love how you look. Okay, so I, I, this person is attractive to me. They, their, their looks say something to me about, hey, let me see if I want to get to know this person. And then we go, okay, now let's look at your highlight reel. What's this, what does the highlight reel say? And you'd be surprised how many people <laughs> have a horrible highlight reel. And so I have another friend and he's, he's doing the online dating. And his highlight reel just says something along the lines of, um, looking for a girl who's uh, looking for a long-term relationship. And he gets a lot of hits just off of saying his highlight reel is just literally looking for a girl who's into long-term relationships, right? But there's a key thing about himself he doesn't put on there. And that thing that he doesn't put on there about himself is a huge barrier. And so what happens is that in their first conversation, He'll say, hey, they'll start talking, try to figure out things about themselves. And the fact that he's a pastor is never mentioned and he thinks it's not a big deal. And because it's not on his highlight reel, it it initially he'll have people that don't call him back or he'll have people that he that aren't a match for him because they're trying to bridge this conversation or bridge that that gap when something that's essential on that highlight reel was not there. And so. What I'm saying there to say is your highlight reel should be something that 
Like if you know there's some need to know information about you, then you need to put it there. You know, especially if it's something that when you disclose it, it's it's a big deal, you know? So <laughs> you you can't hide it. And it and it's gonna be an issue for you with connecting. And so something like if I'm a pastor, you know, or even if you're like let's say a, a prison guard or if I'm a police officer, those are huge things. Those are things that in theory you think don't matter, but they do, right? And once you disclose it, you have people that don't call back and you're like, is I wonder if it's because I'm a police officer or if I wonder if it is because something I said. And so we're going through the elementary parts of this, but we need to, because I, like I said, I, you won't believe the questions I've gotten about this. Okay. So that's an online part. So let's talk about this highlight reel when you meet someone, right? So let's say you're, you're walking through that grocery store I was talking about and you, you have yourself together. And so there's someone that comes up to you and say, hi, you know, I just want to say, Hey, and you're like, Hey, you know, and okay. So are you communicating that? Hey, you know, with your personality when you speak to them or are you grumpy and, you know, giving them an attitude because it's not that day. You're not finding anyone to love and you're like, life sucks right now. Um, so if that's how you're going, then you're never going to find that person to love because you're going to rebuff them with that jacked up personality. Right. So don't do that. Don't give them a jacked up personality. Um, but that highlight reel when you're in person is really what you're you're displaying in that moment. How well you converse with them, how well you can chat, you know, and still saying the small things, how polite you are, you know, the tone of voice you use. Um, and when they say, hi, what's your name? And you say, hi, you know, I'm Cindy, you know, uh, what's your name? What do you do? You know, or what are you doing here? What brings you to Walmart or wherever you're at? <laughs> you say, okay, what brings you here? What, you know, uh, or what made you stop me? What made you say, hey? I want to talk to you. I think that's a fair question to ask. And it puts someone on the spot to go past the, uh, I don't know. Or, uh, I just kind of bumped into you. It's like, no, you know, someone says, well, I, I think you're very attractive. There you go. You know, that's a, that's a plug. That's a, that's a place for that. You can respond to something that gives some weight. And it also gives you a minute to sit down and check that person out in reflection, right? You can sit there and say, okay, let me look at this person. Okay. I think they're kind of attractive too. Like what they have on. They may have on a piece of jewelry that gives you a talking piece, but something that stands out to you that may relate to you that you initially can see, even if it's a color, you know? So it's like, oh, you know, you're a guy that wears pink. I really love pink. I think that is awesome, you know? And it gives you a talking point and it gives you something to sell about yourself and also to more learning for them in that moment. But it bridges that place to give your your personality. So your personality is that highlight reel in person, right? Online is really like, okay. Let me give some things that convey my personality or essential pieces about me. Now, if you're in that Walmart, you're my preacher friend, my pastor friend, you don't say, you don't go and say, hi, you know, I'm a pastor. Because then that becomes a roadblock. Because are you saying you don't want to talk to me at this point because of that? Or is that your selling piece? And you really want to go for that personality. Online, it's different. You know, there are things that you're saying, okay, we need to go ahead and get out of the way. Because people have so much information they're reading about you. But in person, it's really that personality and seeing, hey, what's in front of me right now that with this person that I can kind of get a little bit of conversation going. Uh, I can get a little bit of personality in here and I can also see, do we have some similarities very quickly, very baseline. So like I said, it could be easily, you're wearing pink. I really love the color pink and guys that can wear pink. Oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> like you must be very confident or, you know, that says a lot about you. And he's may say, 
it says nothing about me. My mom bought me this shirt or, you know, I've had this thing forever. Or, yeah, I wear pink all the time. It's one of my favorite colors. And he may say, oh, well, it's salmon pink and not plain pink or hot pink. And, you know, or he may make a joke and something that makes you laugh hysterically. Um, and so what we're saying, what I'm saying here is, you know, that personality is that highlight real in person. And that person has a reciprocate there. But you want to also see if you can give something in that moment that, you know, you both can kind of go back and forth on. And so I'm going to take a break there. And we're going to continue when I come back, guys. Relationships are one of life's most precious gifts, but one side of relationships, they suck. You give time, love, advice, but when you truly need someone, you feel alone. How do you turn those one-sided relationships into fulfilling ones for you? Tell them you value them and why. Something such as, I love talking to you because you're honest and caring. State expectations. No one is a mind reader, guys. I would love to talk to you every day, no matter what is going on. Tell them that. Walk it out. Simply be to them who you want in return. Give praise and thanks. It feels good, increases behavior, says, I want more. Drop your pride and ask. Give them the opportunity to be there for, to help you. Lastly, choose people wisely. Use observation, prayer, and wisdom. No, everyone shouldn't be that close to you. That was your Focus Me Minute. I'm Dr. Jessica Curzon of HealingActsDrK. Email me at focusmeminutegmail.com. All right, and we're back. And so we're going to end today talking about expectations, and then we'll have part two of this because I don't want it to be too long. But so let's talk about expectations. So uh, the next place we want to get to in that conversation in person or that online place is what do you expect? And that doesn't say, you know, I expect to uh, date you for 2.5 years. Um, within that time, I expect to meet your friends, your mom, uh, your any important people in your life, and then have been proposed to by then and then get back. No, not that. Big red flag. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, you want things to naturally progress how they how they progress. And whether that's fast or slow, it is meant it, when it's the right person, it goes at the pace it's supposed to. But when I say expectations, I mean, you want to communicate to someone how best to relate to you, how best to connect to you. So if you truly are a text person, you know, you're saying, okay, I love to text. I don't like to chat on the phone. Put that out there, you know, put that out there that you're, and that let at least communicates to the people who are per preferring to talk on the phone and not text. That's not it for them. And yes, you do cut off some people for you, but you're going to cut them off anyway, because you're going to naturally do you, no matter how much you try to pretend you're going to naturally be you. And so on that online profile, you would want to say, you know, uh, you communicate some type of way, love to, talk, love to talk on the phone, to connect, does not like to text only or inbox only or online only. And some type of way you put out there in bold letters, hey, bam, this is where I'm at, you know. So that lets people know you expect to talk. You expect to remove the digital age and say, hey let me hear your voice. Let me, let me hear you laugh. Let me hear you cry. Let me hear that range in your voice that I don't get at all. I do not get it on the text message at all. I do not get it when we're, when we're direct messaging, I do not get it online. And I really want that piece and vice versa. So what do you do when you're in person? So if I meet someone my same friend, you're hearing that story and you're saying, hey, you know, I'm Cindy. I've met you, you know, hey, I see you got on pink. I kind of like that. He goes, girl, you know, you like this salmon color. Ugh, you know, I actually 
wash this shirt in bleach and it turned that way. It used to be red. And he laughs about his horrible laundry skills. And you guys laugh about that. And you have this exchange going on. And he said, you said, what made you stop me? He said, you know, I, I really I really noticed that when you were going through, you were saying hello to everyone. I really like that about you. A lot of people don't do that anymore. And you're really cute. And you go, oh, thank you. I, I think you're kind of attractive too. And I didn't even know you were paying attention. And he says, you never know who's paying attention. And you say, yeah, that's true. And he says, well, you know, I was wondering, did you want to exchange information? When he says that, what do you say? You know, yes, here's my email. No, you don't say that. Oh no, here's my Facebook profile. No, you say, here's my cell phone number. And when you give him your cell phone number, you say, or you give her your cell phone number, you would say something like, hey, I can't wait to talk to you on the phone or I can't wait until you call. So it doesn't have to be don't text me only. Don't don't uh, don't inbox me only. Don't email me. only. say I can't wait until you call. And the person says, yes, I plan to call you soon. So what you want to do in that moment is try to first give the information you want. So if you have someone that says, you know, hey, what's your Instagram? So I can connect with you on Instagram and we talk there. Okay, well, you're already setting that boundary when when you say, okay, here's my Instagram. Well, you already let this person know, okay, well, I'm okay with connecting on Instagram. We don't have to have each other's personal number. I don't have to talk to you. And that's what that communicates subvertly, whether you mean to or not. And so for me, I would say, well, no, I don't give out my Instagram to everyone or my Facebook or anything. I don't give out any of my social media profiles until, you know, I know whether I really like you or not. Like I choose who I connect with online because I share my life with those people. And so they say, oh, I can respect that. Okay. You know, they might think it's a little weird now, but still, you don't have to give it out to everybody. And you say, but I will give you my phone number. We can talk on the phone. I think that'd be cool. I like to talk to you, try to get to know you. Okay. Bam. I can talk to you on the phone, not give you my social media inbox stuff so that you can only hit me that way. You can go research and look at me and all my friends and my family and everything about me. And you don't have to ask me any questions. And that's what happens. Now everyone does the piece of let's share all of our social media stuff. And you have, I mean, you have people that, I mean, they vomit all over their social media. So you know everything. You know where they live. You know if they have a cat or a dog. You know their favorite color. You know their favorite food. You, I mean, you know what work they do. Where's their, where's their left for conversation? Where's there an avenue there that says, okay, we still can talk. And for everyone that's in your life already, that's okay, right? You want to update, update them. You want them involved. I still think it can be a little too much, but still, if you're that person, fine. Hey, whatever. Can't judge it, right? You say this is what you share, but we want to say is dial it back for this person. Give that person time to talk to you and learn these things about you. And you add them on social media when you say, okay, this person is going to stick around. It's not like instant, hey, meet you, add you to my Facebook and everything's on your Facebook. No, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that piece. You know, if they want more pictures, have them ask you for more pictures and you can send them more pictures. They don't have to go to your social media. To me, that sounds like a duh. But when I sit and I talk with clients all the time, coaching clients, they say, OK, I can't find relationships. And then we talk about what we're doing. This is what they're doing. Instantly, we're sharing those profiles and instantly they know everything about you. And so then you guys have no conversation because then it just becomes, well, I saw this about your profile and I saw this. And then you're you're quick to want to research them as well. Right. But you're not just looking on the sex offender registry. No, you're going through the same thing. You're looking through their, you're looking through their social media profiles as if you're going to marry them tomorrow. And then when you guys talk on the phone, we have nothing to talk about.
And so what I'm saying, let's take it back to basics, guys. Let's take it back and say, hey, get to know someone without going to their social media profiles or getting access to it initially saying, you know everything. It takes it back and you guys, you can look at what they choose to disclose. You can look at what they choose to connect with you about. You can get the pictures they choose to send you. And after you guys have been talking for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, well, a couple of weeks, you know, realistically, a couple of weeks, you're going to say, hey, you know, I thought I'd add you on Facebook. Let me add you on Facebook. Or even if it's just a couple of days, at least you guys have given each other the time to say, you know, is am I enjoying conversation about this person? And then what you see on social media just kind of backs up and then you get to see them in different environments on their pictures, you know, you get to see them in different environments. So given Instagram and not necessarily your Facebook, Instagram is full of pictures, not many like full detailed posts about your life. Facebook full of a lot of detailed information, right? If you give them your Instagram, they're looking at your pictures, they're looking at you, they see you, but they don't have all the details of your life, like on Facebook, right? Or any other um, platform for social media. So I challenge you to be selective with what you give out, be selective with where you connect. And so that way we're already taking everything off the online area and we're forcing it to be in person, right? We're, we're slowly moving it that way. And so I remember when I was single, that's what I would say. I don't, I don't, I mean, if you text me, I'm not necessarily going to text you back. I'm not necessarily going to do those things. I'm still, I'm like text my family and friends back, but I am not a person that I live and die by the text messages. Like you might text me something serious. I'm going to pick up and call you because that's me. I want to hear that range in your voice. I want to hear, is this serious? Or I want to hear, are you just like being dramatic? Um, but not a lot of people are that way. And a lot of people will have, you know, you'd find out somebody's a mom died via text message and they're telling you how hard it is via text message and they never want to pick up the phone and people were meant to connect. And so um, University of Virginia did a study back in 2014 where they talked about how the brains of humans showed on fMRI scans that connection to other humans was extremely important and the physical touch the emotional connectedness, the brain lit up in so many ways when you had those areas of connection for humans that it was a requirement for for humans to survive longer, to be happy, to function well, that you connect. And so to connect, we have to bridge past the place of just being online. And so we're going to talk more about this in part two. I'm actually going to do this in two more days. So uh, today is Monday and I'm going to release release that one on Thursday where we're going to do part two of this guys. And we're going to talk some more about what does research say about this, but then also let's go hand in hand and look at and say, okay, you know, when we go through these questions of how do I ask someone out? How do I go on a date? You know, how many times should I talk to someone before they call? So I have a list of those in my inbox and we're going to go through those Google questions and say, hey, how do you do that in today's place? And how do you find love? So how do you find love? in this digital era. And so part two of that is coming on Thursday. Guys, if you want some more specific stuff to relate it to this topic in particular, put the subject as in relationship podcast and email me at healingaxdrk. That's H-E-A-L-I-N-G-D-R. 
healing, sorry, dog, 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 healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, A-C-T-S, Dr. K, D-R-K, at gmail.com. Email me and send me some questions. Uh, I The last day I would check those will be Wednesday at 11 o'clock Central Time because I will be recording that afternoon. And so if you have anything extra you want to add, send it. I will do some questions in that podcast. I'll pick the most um, asked questions and you'd be surprised how much they repeat. And so uh, check me out on Healing Act Doctor K at Facebook, Twitter, on YouTube, guys. Uh, the first video will come out this Saturday, and I'm hoping that you guys love that. And I love hearing feedback from you. Please subscribe. Please check me out. Get a copy of The Path to Loving Yourself at Healing Act, The Path to Loving Yourself on Amazon. And um, guys, stay active. All right. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs>